Let me ask you about Duke. Uh, and if, if you could take me back to your earliest connection with Genesis, how did you get the call to, to work on that record? Um, I uh, obviously I'm originally you know starting um, as art director at Polydor Records. I mm-hmm. I, um, I set up my own studio um, in 1978 and began working with various different uh, labels and various different artists. Uh, and um, obviously, one of the labels that I was work- I'd worked on um, for an- another couple of bands got in touch with me and said, um, "We have got a new Genesis record coming out. It's all changed quite a lot because um, Peter Gabriel's left, um, and obviously, you know, they, the, the last album we brought out was called Then There Were Three, right. um, and now they've got a new album." Which um, we'd like you, if you if you're interested, we'd send you send your portfolio over, and um, we'll show it to the band and see whether they're interested in working with you. So I did that, um, and then got a call saying um, the band would like to meet you. Um, can you can you go to uh, Mike Rutherford's um, Mike Rutherford's Stuart house and his yeah. studios in, in it was in it was in the grounds of his house. Um, and, and have a have an initial meeting with them and see um, see what um, you know see what comes of it. So I did that, and um, the first obviously the first meeting was all three of them. They were doing demoing of uh, of the Duke tracks, um, and um, they said, "Listen, to, you know, come in to the studio. Nice to meet you." Listen to some of the music, um, and we'll start talking about you know some things after after you've heard a few of the tunes. So they played me, you know, played me a few of the sort of the, the, the tunes they were working on. Um, at that time, the the way the way Genesis worked worked with the, all the times I was working with them was basically they would start off with tunes and and some lyrics. You know, mostly the tunes were the first things, um, and, and then you know, lyrics would would follow on. So, when I met them at the very early stages of all of the albums I worked on, um, they were, it was just music. There, mm. there was no there was no titles to any of the any of the tracks. There were just sort of bunches of lyrics. Some lyrics went with some tunes. Some some um, some didn't. Some were just tunes and they hadn't written anything for it yet. Uh, and that was pretty much the same for Duke. So um, all they said was, because obviously we don't know what the album's called yet, we, you know, you've listened to the music, you've listened to some of the lyrics, um, we need you to come up with some ideas because we basically we haven't got any. Yeah. Um, so um, they said, do you want to go away and, and think about it and, and come up with some ideas? I, I said... Immediately, I said, "Do you want to be? You know, does it want to be a picture of the band on the cover?" Um, and they said, "No, um, we're quite happy to go with you know an illustration or a photograph or something. Something, just come up with some ideas." So I went away and then um, spent a couple, spent a week or so um, bringing together portfolios of different uh, of, of various different illustrators who I liked. Um, who I thought would sort of fit with the sort of music that Genesis were playing, which is obviously a sort of a, a move on from obviously both the, um, um, the you know, from the Peter Gabriel 
sort of way of doing things. You know, this sort of, mm. I suppose, a slightly more prog rock sort of vibe um, that they'd had. They were going to a sort of, you know, obviously with, with, with Phil taking over vocals and that sort of thing, uh, his voice was different and, and the songwriting was different once Peter had left, sure. I think. So they were going to a more sort of, if you like, a more sort of commercial, uh, you know, a commercial rock rather than prog rock, I suppose. That's that's what, that was my feeling. And I think that's yeah. the feeling of the, um, uh, of the record company as well. So I came up with, I, I had another meeting with them two or three weeks later and took um, about five different um, uh, illustrators' portfolios um, from... All around the world, basically. I've been working with a couple of different illustrators. One was a Canadian um, who I was working with, um, a couple of French um, illustrators, and and a couple of English uh, illustrators. I decided it was an illustra- I wanted to go with an illustration rather than photography. Okay. So then showed them all the showed them all the portfolios, and we narrowed it down to two. Both of them were French, um, and and um, they they said. That, that at that point they said they said the only thing we've got that could possibly help you is we've got a track that we think is going to be called Duke. That's it. That's all we've got. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's fine. All right, that's cool. Um, so I went to France um, and met with both of the illustrators. Um, I sort of fell in love with Lionel Koshlin, who ended up doing all of the Duke stuff. I, I liked his. Not cartoony, just a sort of very, very stylized, very for sure fun, very sort of individual. Uh, and it was, you know, it was much more about characters. You know, his his stuff is much more about characters. And and funny enough, one of the characters that he had, he said, "I'll show you all my other stuff." And this is something I'm working on at the moment. This is a new character I'm bringing in. His, his name's Albert, and. Um, he, he he showed me. He said, I'm, "I'm bringing out this little book. It's an alphabet, and the, Albert was included in bits and pieces of, the, of this alphabet book. And of course, for, for it was just an amazing coincidence. But for the D, he had done Albert oh. as a duke. <laughs> no so way. I said, "Well, this is this is absolutely perfect. Yeah. I think you know. And I said, "What I'd like you to do, what we'd like to do, is sort of work." through it a little bit more. So I think what he showed me was Albert just looking out of a square into it. But I said, I think it'd be really nice if maybe it was, it, it was um, maybe it was a window so that you were sort of looking as the viewer, you were with Albert looking into the, the whole point of me and my and album covers that I've designed is basically the album covers for me are the doorway or the gateway into the album itself. Wow. You know, it's an inanimate product. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing there that you can grab hold of. So my idea has always been for an album cover to lead you somewhere, to lead you sure. into the music, um, give you a feel of maybe what's going to be on that record what you're going to try, you know, what I want you, because that's how, how I got into albums in my, in my own way when I, when I was much younger. I mean, I used to love just listening to, with headphones 
and looking at the cover and reading the lyrics and pulling out the inner bags. And, I agree. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And that's why I wanted, you know, at 15 years old, that's why I wanted to be an album cover designer because that's when I discovered what, what I loved about music. I didn't think I'll ever be a musician because I'm not clever enough or good enough. <laughs> but if there was a way of me being involved in anything to do with music, um, and, and to help musicians, I suppose, you know, sort of establish themselves and show what they were trying to do. I thought that was about as good as I was going to get. And as <laughs> you know, and so that's what I try to bring to all my covers. You know, normally it will be a shot of a band. You know, this is the right. band, this right. is their music. Yep. But wherever possible, you know, I try and get a sort of a, a, an idea across about what was going to be happening while you were listening to that music. It's only my interpretation. And in, and it's everything no, in life. It's pretty subjective, and you know you can completely <laughs> disagree with it. But that's what yeah. I'm trying to show you. Anyway, yeah. so back to back to Duke. Um, I said to I said to to Lionel, we've got to find a way to bring this all together. I said I want to do a gatefold sleeve, so I need a front, I need a back, and I need an inside. And I sort of handed it to to Lionel and said basically. We've got the front cover, which is Lionel looking into the sky, looking into, if you like, looking into the album. So yeah. I think what we should do is we should do the reverse, the reverse of it. So you're looking back into the room on the back cover, so that then everything is then enclosed. And then That's I right. said, what we should do on the inside, on the inner bag, is basically tell the story. So that's where the lyrics are. That's where the little images that go with the lyrics. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, and those and those work so well on the subsequent singles as well, on the artwork for the singles, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, beautiful. Exactly. And, and, you know, the thing, the thing about it is that luckily Genesis had the name and the record company had got the sales. So the, the, we, we were sort of allowed to do things like a gatefold sleeve and, right, you know, right, and, right. And, and, you know, and in a bag and all that sort of thing. So, you know, I was allowed to do everything I wanted to do to sort of tell the whole story. Can I ask you a couple questions about this cover specifically? Um, what about the white space? The, the, this is one my favorite thing about this cover is this illustration that you're talking about is front and center. It's not on, it's not even on a green background like the back. It's no. just this. It's iconic because of the white space, in my opinion. Um, whose idea was that? Was that something intentional? It's definitely something intentional. I mean, you know, the the, the whole the whole white space in art, of course, is 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 the whole, you know, as a whole genre, as a whole genre, <laughs> in right. my opinion. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You know, but basically, it's a negative and a positive. Mm. You know, the the white is a positive space, but it's also a negative space. And the fact that um, Albert, if you like, is looking into space. So you know, all you've got is it, 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 it could have been a silhouette, it could have been anything, but it's a sort of yeah. the negative and the positives. And yeah. you know, so I, 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 it was definitely had to be had definitely had to be white, but it also had to be uh, Lionel's type typography as well, as all the lyrics are handwritten by Lionel. Okay, Every, you know, basically it's it's his thing. And I thought that that made it very much Genesis's own. Yes, it, it that it belonged to them it, because it was all done for them specifically. 
Right. Okay. That's that's beautiful. So what uh, now? I remember. I want to ask you about the children's book because I think he still did release that alphabet book. And I, what I'm curious about is, I know the story goes um, years and years before this record, with uh, from Genesis to Revelation. People confused it with a biblical or a gospel album. And I wondered, <laughs> would the record company be worried that people would think this is a children's album? Was there any? Was the band concerned maybe that this was a little bit too? childish i mean it's iconic to genesis now but yeah. maybe on the shelf you would think it's a, a kid's album um funny enough i never i never i never thought that okay <laughs> <laughs> well I, the only reason i say that is because record labels think of the most annoying notes right yeah <laughs> <laughs> well l- luckily they luckily they never they never you know, no, we're not trying to. You know, it's not really. Yeah. We're not releasing. You know, a, a nursery rhymes album. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, but you know, funny enough, it's sort of now. Now I've said nursery rhyme. Of course, nursery crime was. You know, right. a, a, another another quite interesting um, illustrative um, a, a album sleeve for Genesis. Um, for sure. Yeah. It, it just felt to me. It just felt. It, it was so exactly right. It wasn't. It wasn't beautifully um, crafted. It wasn't, you know, very very slick typography. Um, it, it, it just felt to me it was very personable. And I think, you know, I wanted to make. Yes. I suppose, if anything, make the record as personable to people as as possible. So one of the things that's always bothered me, and and you've kind of connected the dots a little bit, which I actually appreciate, helps me rationalize this, but we talked about this guy being Albert, then the song, one of the songs being Duke, and I think the band had referenced the fact that the opening tracks sounded like a, like a royal processional or something, and I think that's where the connection to Duke came from. But this has always been, a lot of people think that this guy's name is Duke, and I always like how did we how did we connect those dots? I mean, you you said that in the original alphabet book, maybe that's where the dots are connected. But I always thought that was a little bit of a, a mistake from the band that maybe the album should be called Albert or the the Albert, um, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I suppose you know from as I say. We, we, the starting point for all, all of the albums for me was always their music, and and just as you know, you know, I'm sure you know the, the story of Abacab, which I, I think we'll get to. Yeah. But again, it's just when you go and meet a band, and in in most cases, I mean, it's slightly different now, but in most cases, they never really knew what they wanted. So it's <laughs> right. very much you had to just grab onto something and that's why for me it was really really important to hear demos to hear you know to hear a, a, a track to you know to to look at lyrics to to read the lyrics because that's where you're that's where the ideas come from you know otherwise it's just there's nothing to grab hold of so i only really grabbed hold of the word duke um yeah, and yeah. it just sort of slotted into shape um so there's- there's such yeah. a beautiful minimalism to the word Duke too. Yeah. And the minimalism of the cover. If you had to have a long title here, that would be kind <laughs> yeah, of a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it all, you know, sometimes these things, you know, work really, really well and they just sit nicely together and, you know, yeah. the whole thing sort of ties in nicely. Uh, yeah. Other times it can take, 
you know, a mile of string to try and sort of tie it all together. You know, right. I mean? so, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, and I wonder you take the good things, you know, you take the good things when you get them. This sort of thing. When you saw the illustrations from Lionel and and you you had heard the music. Did you feel like this matched the music? Because I would say, and, and I want to segue that into another question. I don't know if I can actually get it out, but it, I find that the music of the Genesis self-titled album, which we'll talk about, I find that music to be dark. But I wonder, is it you that made me think it was dark? Because the album cover is kind of ominous. And the same thing with, I find Duke to be a very bright and springtime record, as do a lot of fans. But is that because the artwork is telling us? What if the artwork for Duke had been the artwork for the Shapes album? I, I So what do you think about that? Do you think that the artwork can almost influence the, the listener a little bit? I, I think, you know, in, 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 in my world, yes, it does, mm. if you see what I mean. I mean, I've yeah. bought loads and loads of albums by looking at the cover and not listening to the music and me buying too. the album <laughs> yes, and going, well, oh, this has got nothing to do. Well, why have I, why, you know, yeah. I, love the, yeah. I love the cover, but I hate the album. I've got a cellar full of those records, basically. Yes, um, yes. So... Again, it's my, it's my interpretation of their music, you know, their mood at the time. Yeah. You know, meeting meeting them for the first time. You know, these are, you know these are three fairly famous guys, and they're all pretty cool. And I'm you know happy to be <laughs> in their um, company, sure. and they seem to be happy to be with me. So you know, let, let's let's try and make something work here, and then you just sort of move from that. The, the word Duke brought about that cover mm. um and yeah. from i think from the the, the 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 some of the music not all of the music because yes there are some dark there are some dark bits in that album but True. most of it most of it is quite a quite a move on from the previous you know the the previous genesis if you see what i mean you know and then there's yeah. then there were three films to me to be that sort of midline between mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one band and then almost a completely new band, but they've still got bits of the old band. So, you know, I think then Duke moves to the next stage, which was very much Phil Collins, you know, it, not the leader because they were all three of them sure. were leaders and they all three I get it. equally yeah. put in. Yeah. What, but there was a much a lighter mood, I suppose, mm. to this album. Mm. That's interesting. Um, and, and, and funny enough, I've never, I hadn't been a great fan of the old Genesis. I mean, there were oh, some wow. great things. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't been a great fan, but there were some, some nice tracks, but not every track, you know. Sure. Um, sure. Peter Gabriel was, you know, you know, was a showman, and you know, lyrically they were they were in a different sort of way than they they, they were after then. There were three. That's that that that's what it felt to me. So uh, again. The use of white space is a lovely thing because it allows you to concentrate either on the white space itself or you know the negative or the positive. Yeah, and I love you know, it. You can take you can t take both things out of it. You know, I mean, yeah. the Albert shape is a very you know he's a blocky bloke. He's not you know he's yeah. not like a, a, a you know um, yeah a crusader or anything like that. He's just a sort of a normal bloke. And I, that's right. what I really liked about it. And, we, you yeah. know, we didn't see his face. So, you know, it's sort of, 
we just had the back of him. And again, it's just all those things sort of tie into the, you know, the overall look, I suppose. Um, what about hypnosis? What, what pulled them away from doing a lot of their records and a lot of their solo records with hypnosis at that time? Um, I, I think, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think, you know, hypnosis had an incredible reputation um, for creating in, amazing, brilliant album covers. Um, and, you know, they, they did Mike, Mike Rutherford solo albums, you know, mm -hmm. they did yep. a couple of the Brand X stuff. Um, sure. And I think maybe the record company just wanted it to be, because it was a sort of, I suppose they saw it as a slightly new start, let's have yeah. someone new doing it. Yeah. And um, I don't know whether money was involved. You know, you never know with these things. Because, sure. You know, yeah. the reputation that obviously hypnosis had had been, you know, you pay us this much money because we give you brilliant album covers. That's and, right. That's right. <laughs> but in, you know, and the there was, sorry to interrupt you. You know, so let's move. Yeah. And I, I just feel, and I don't know the situation at all, but I'm not a huge fan of, and then there were three artwork at all. And, and I, and I just wonder if, Hey, are we, are we getting their best work? And maybe let's try something new. I'm, I'm glad they made the pivot. Mm, yeah. Well, and again, you know, the, because obviously the, the, the very darkness of then there were mm -hmm. three. Yeah. Again, maybe, you know, somewhere in the back of my mind, well, it, it's got to be lighter. It's got to be brighter. It's got to be yeah. pressure. Yeah. Um, and I think so that, you know, all those things sort of, you know, go in and then they come out and this is how they come out, I suppose. Yeah. My last question about Duke is, um, I have noticed, and it's okay if you can't answer this, if there's there's other things um, behind the scenes, but I've noticed that it, it seems to be an album cover that is not always included in other compilations. There seems to be a licensing thing that is different. You don't see it on merch on their, on their website as you do with a lot of the other covers. Is there something unique about that artwork? Um, I... I, I... I think there were I think there were legal machinations that went on um, a little after the um, a, a little after the the, the album came out, um, okay. and we used them on the single bags. Um, there was I think there were some some problems with with ownership and copyright issues. Okay, um, and Lionel was was um, paid for the use on the album cover and I think it was three single bags and only on a poster mm. to advertise because that's okay. the way we had to do things in those days. Right. I don't think it was licensed for merchandise and right. I think then there became problems after that. But I know, I know that um, since, since there, was, there was, you know, some sort of payments and stuff, Genesis now completely own the copyright to everything to do with 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 the Duke album in terms of its oh, wow. it, its imagery and everything. Um, and I think you know the um, I think the decision was you know we'll leave it where it is. You know maybe yeah maybe you know it wasn't. You never know with 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 bands what what they're going to like and what they're not going to like. And I suppose they just decided it was. It was too maybe too um, too much over on one side for it to, right. be, to be for it to be popular enough. I mean, I yeah. think it's amazing stuff, and I think you know, yeah, yeah he 
it, it, it's it, it, you know, still, it, it stands the test of time, and you know, it I think sure does. You know, yeah. I think, you know, and I think Lionel was hopefully made enough out of it all to 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 make it worth his while. I know he loved doing it. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, he, in my book, he, you know, he he writes the story of how it, how he did it and how he all came to it and coming to London and all that sort of thing. So he's, you know, it, I think he really enjoyed the um, the whole the whole um, yeah, you know, the whole working thing with them. That's great. And by the way, I just ordered your book. It'll be here tomorrow. I wish I had a chance to consume it quickly before we chatted. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited to read about that. Good. No, I appreciate you answering that. And I mean, the Duke uh, or the Albert character really in the minds of in pop culture now belongs to Genesis. And so it, I guess, but behind in the hindsight, even before Genesis was massive, they maybe wouldn't have known, hey, should we spend the extra money to acquire this character? Um, because yeah. he'll be iconic and he'll still be seen in record stores 50 years from now, which is yeah. something you can't predict, right? No. <laughs> um, there's a question from one of our Patreon members. If you come up with an idea that you think is perfect for an album, perfect for the music, but the band or the client doesn't like it, um, or they don't maybe don't get your vision or see what you see, you have to move on, but that's got to be hard because any other option in your mind is subpar. Yes, and it's happened quite a few times. Yeah, I bet. Um, and, and, you know, quite a few times the band have not picked the best the best uh, idea. <laughs> I mean, we would normally, for pretty much every, certainly every album and, and, and quite a lot of the bigger singles, um, myself in the studio would maybe do six, different visuals all mm. quite different maybe some based on the same thing but you know with a slightly different typography or whatever but but try to try to find six different directions that we could take pretty much any album sleeve there would always I, i'm very much i mean when we were working as we did you know sort of the busiest time for my, my, myself and my studio was probably 1980 to 90 to 1995 15 years of wow. six people at one stage six or seven people all designing album covers single bags whatever posters ads um all for the music industry you know sometimes we would be doing three single bags in a week couple of albums every couple of weeks um for some fairly major artists you know kate bush genesis yeah. Toya, you know, um, The Cure, you know, so it, sure. to, to a certain extent, we would try and give as many different ideas to people as possible. And a lot of the time, either due to quickness that it was needed, you know, because again, back in those days, you know, if if a single was released and it went to number one or went to number 100 and then did nothing, they would the record company would almost automatically try and get another single out or enough something else out as quickly as possible. So you could be working almost on two single bags for the same artist, you know, within within two weeks of each other and, and sure. trying to get something out. So we would always try and do as many different visuals as we can. A lot of the time they would go with our idea. You know, mm. uh, and obviously, when you're pitching, you push the ones that you want them, you want them to choose. But quite often, yes, people go, no, that doesn't work for me. I haven't, you know, no. 
I'll tell you one simple, run really, really quick story. Yeah. Uh, I worked with I worked with Van Morrison um, quite a, for, on, on quite a few albums. Um, we would always do the same thing, which is basically here's our six ideas, which one do you like? Um, not, he'd been okay up until the time of enlightenment, which we, we did for him. Um, and I ended up showing him 32 different visuals, wow. none of which he none of which he said he liked. And then the next time I met him, I took the first set of sticks back to him and showed him showed him those. And he said, "Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the great <laughs> one." You know, it was the hands with the carnation. And he said, "Why didn't you show me to before?" You know. <laughs> Uh, and I said, and I didn't say I did, yeah. but you know, so it, it just you know sometimes it works that way. But also, yeah. occasionally, you know, we work with Marillion, and occasionally, you know, Steve Steve Hogarth would really love something, but the other couple of members of the band would say no, right? right. You know, so that's their argument. Who's you know? Yeah, I, I'm just I'm the d- designer here. You know, I I, right. I can't. I can't please you can't please everybody, yeah. Because it's so subjective. That's the thing, you know. So uh, I, I would say that most of the time we were lucky, and that everybody got hopefully the best design that we could possibly give them. Um, and was was it common practice in that time? I've heard this to be the case with hypnosis, where if one band didn't like something, you would put that in the drawer. Maybe another band would like it. Yeah, that didn't. Yes occasionally occasionally it worked that way but okay. um you know quite often if it didn't work for them well then okay it's not, it, you know okay let, let's not put it unless it was a really really good idea yeah then yes you might put it you might put it away but like everything with all these things you know you're thinking about things quite quickly so if an idea, and it always the same for me, normally, you know, the first few ideas, that's where it's all happening because that's where everything is then focused on, on on choosing that particular sort of direction to go. Mm. So normally that's the way I worked, which was, right, okay, these are two or three really good ideas. Let's work on it a bit further. You come up with a couple of ideas and then we'll put them all together. Yeah. Um, as soon as that been chosen or rejected it sort of went away and then you had sure. to start again it's always better you know start with fresh ideas that you know i mean i know a lot of people you know have reused lots of ideas and and we may have used a few but i i, right. I, I would say it was not common practice for us oh that's good anyway. that's good to hear <laughs> I just want to go back to your history. Um, tell me about the first cover, the first time you mentioned it a little bit, the first time you saw album artwork as something connected to the music, but yet completely different from the music. And and it's funny, I wanted to mention when we were talking about this earlier, it, it it's overlooked by a lot of music fans. We don't realize, and especially now in the digital age where radio doesn't play as much of a role, but we, we don't realize that we see albums more than we hear... Or, before we hear them right it's a Mm -hmm. lot of the time we first see it in the record store and then and then like you say i want to hear this music or even on on social media we see an Mm -hmm. album cover and an email blast and uh, i think that's overlooked by a lot of fans but tell me about your first that first moment of of acknowledging oh wow this is something substantial i want to be a part of this um well when i was 15 um the beatles revolver album came out yeah um okay which was an incredible Beautiful. album anyway. Um, <laughs> the, um, 
My favourite track of all time, uh, of Beatles all time, is for no one, which was just the most incredible track. Um, and I got that album, and I was listening to that music and looking at that cover and going, "Wow, this, you know, this is incredible." You know, brilliant illustration, beautiful montage. You know, Klaus Vormann did the did the illustration, um, and you know, it's. To me, it summed it summed up the music. It was perfect, you know. Before mm. then, they'd all that silly sort of help um, photo where they'd been lying right. in the snow and right. you know, right. um, with the Beatles was you know clever. Was it their but, first you know, one without a photo? Um, I think it probably was. Although there are yeah. photographs, there are obviously bits and cutouts of photos uh, sure. in, in amongst the hair of, uh, of the illustration. Oh, okay. Um, so it was that was the first album that really sort of got me thinking about yeah wow this is you know just looking at it was just incredible and, and as I say you know for no one it's just I mean there were some great tracks on there anyway some absolutely great tracks on there but that that to me that was there that was the sort of the, the pinnacle of the Beatles for me um, and, and subsequently I loved you know, I love the White Album. I think the White Album was, you know, again, my whole thing about white space and negative space and, yeah. you know, all that sort of thing. Um, so that was the first time I, I I really sort of started studying. And then, of course, after that, you know, I go back to the time when, you know, you go into your record store and, and order a, order an album and they say, oh, your album's in, come, come in. And you would go in and you listen, you could take it into a, into a booth and put the headphones on and, Listen to the you know listen to it the sort of the first the first time you hear a record and you're looking sure. at it and you know um, so for me that was that was the sort of starting point really and then from so and luckily being fifteen you know I, I was sort of you know um, mentored a bit by um, the the art master I had at school and he sort of said you should try and go to art college and. So everything sort of led from there to me going, right, well, this is the way I'm going to have to try and become an album cover designer. Um, <laughs> and I went from I went from there to art college and then into a couple of different jobs, but always looking to see where I would end up, hopefully, as a, as a, as a record sleeve designer. I wonder if you could tell me, and this is coming from an ignorant person who grew up with Microsoft Paint and then and then InDesign and Photoshop. But what would the, what was the process? And I, I, you know, as quickly as possible because we have so many other albums. But what was the process with Abacab or Duke when you actually have this artwork, all of these handwritten lyrics? How do you how do you get that to the to the manufacturing plant to the to to roll on the press without Photoshop? Well, we got we got. I mean, obviously. In the digital age, everything is done digitally on a computer, sure. you know, using Photoshop, yeah. using um, InDesign, you know, using yeah. Quark Express. But, yeah. you know, back in the sort of late 70s, early 80s, everything was an art, a piece of artwork. So wow. there would be a board which would have, um, you would have a transparency, but you would do a, a black and white blow up um, and put that on the board to begin with. That was in place, and that's what the, that's how the repro house would then blow up the transparency or the print to that size. Then on top of that, you would have probably three or four different um, sheets of tracing paper, and on that tracing paper would be 
the the typography, the bit of type that had been set by a machine that you would cut out and stick in place. This is the title, so yeah, Duke or whatever, and then um, this is this is the this is the band band's name or the band's logo. So you have a you know a, a printout of the logo, um, and then that would be the front, and then the back would be the same with obviously all the you know the the, the track listing, um, and um, if you were doing maybe just an illustration, you could you could do various overlays so it would come from one color to four color to two color, however you wanted to do it. But so so that that piece of artwork, which maybe might have had six overlays on it, then went into a repro house and they took each piece of overlay off and, and set up a piece of film for that, and then they take off the next bit and that's another piece of film. Wow. And, and 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 so it went on. So, but now of course everything is just done in the computer yeah so, come, so uh, you know from from the mid eight mid late 80s obviously with with um with, with apple max um right. uh, it, that's how it's progressed so wow. unfortunately for me probably the first i don't know eight years of my work and the studio's work is probably all lost because it all right? sort of disintegrated or yeah you know the record company or the repro house threw it out afterwards or anything yeah. like that. So I've got very little archive, well, I've got no archive of any of my um, uh, original artworks or original sort of um, visuals or anything like that. Because again, wow. you'd send six visuals to the band, the management and the record company and you'd get the one back that they liked and <laughs> they else has got... what happened wow. to all the rest of them. <laughs> so, wow, that's you know, crazy. Yeah, I know. So it's... Um, there are there are some clever people um, who who managed to save and collect and, and keep everything um, that they've done through throughout most of their career. But because you know mine started in 1976, you know, yeah. and the record companies that I was working with all moved premises and threw things out and threw away, um, uh, you know, negatives and sure. um, all that sort of stuff. You know, I've got very different. Unfortunately, you know, and in the book when you when you get it a lot of i had to buy the albums again to to um <laughs> to, to shoot them so that i could put them, them you know yeah so i could yeah. put them you know so it could use them in, in the book oh, my goodness. So it's just, that's, yeah that's just the way it is unfortunately so you don't have the um because a lot of fans would be very keen to auction off the uh the shapes the toys you don't have the original toys or or the the scrapbook from abacab um i haven't i, I the, the original toys are, 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 you can still buy them, funny enough. Um, right. The, the, it's, it's called a shape sorter. And um, th that, again, that was only a Polaroid. It was literally a Polaroid that I took, you know. One, wow. Because my son William had gone to bed and left his shape sorter and the shape just all sort of laying on the floor. So I took, oh, that's really, that looks quite nice. So I took a Polaroid of it and that's what I used on the cover. <laughs> oh, so they're not actually, we're getting ahead of my questions here, but they're not actually. <laughs> They're not falling from the sky. No, no, no. They've just they, they just dropped them because of the sort of the nature of Polaroid. It was a bit dark and everything. Yeah. It just looked yeah. there's, a, there's a little bit of blur, which it is you know does make that them feel quite so like they floating stars. You know, cool. So <laughs> that is so cool. If only he knew, he'd probably say, "Where are those toys now? We could be rich." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so you, I think of the seventies and 80s as the golden age of of vinyl and and of artwork and 
And I mean, maybe people will say that 20 years from now about this time, but I certainly think that a lot of our iconic album covers, even if I wasn't around then, uh, you know, I still look back at those. <clears throat> However, we're now, as we, you live through this time of going through cassettes, which I'll ask you about a little later, and then CDs, and then digital, where they were all but disappeared, and then people were thinking, we don't even need album covers anymore, to now where vinyl's kind of back, and vinyl's at an all-time high, and a lot of my Genesis records are brand new. Do you feel, like, is that nice for you to see that like, that kids are actually buying these big records to enjoy the artwork. Some of the Taylor Swift fans are not even opening the records. They're hanging them on the wall. Yeah, so that must yeah. be kind of vindicating for you in a way. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's always been an art form. You know, mm -hmm. the album mm -hmm. is, you know, is, is an art form in, in and of itself. And of course, you know, it goes back quite a long way. You know, the, you know, the, 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 the you know, the, the, the first album covers were sort of done in the 1930s and, uh, and mm. some of them are pretty amazing. Um, because they used to be, they used to be books. So they would be hardback books with the with the with the yes. with the yes. with the vinyl in, in in the middle. So there was like a photo album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, you know, obviously through the sixties and the seventies, I think yeah, I think the sort of late sixties um, into into the seventies and eighties were you know. Even, and obviously into the nineties, it's a gold, it's definitely a golden age, you know. I mean, and I, you know, I, I sort of felt, first of all, felt sorry that it went down to um, cassette size for for convenience, and then of course uh, a little felt a little bit better when it went to CD size, but yeah. then of course felt completely, you know, flummoxed when it down, went down to a postage stamp size <laughs> for, for streamers. Um, That's right, and it. it, it it's down to it's down to bands that have the the sway and the um, the fan bases mm -hmm. that I think have pushed for you know for, for vinyl to start coming back sure. you know so that people have got something a bit more than just the music because That's again right. you know you, with 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 um, obviously with social media um, there's 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 so much out there on pretty much every artist, mm. but the ones that um, aren't quite as big, you know, they they get a sort of a, 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 maybe a, a you know a fan base that wants everything, and so they you know the, they can they can you know put out the, a vinyl, um, and you know it's it's very important I think that yeah that the young people are now you know sort of starting to realise how important what they see on the cover, you know, it's, it's sure. you know, you can hold something, you can hold oh, a yeah. piece. Oh, for you know, sure. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, there, you know, luckily there are still some really, really great designers who are doing some great design work on, on album covers. So it's worth, yeah. you know, it's, it's worth, it's worth getting back into them. I think. I, I completely agree. Let's, let's talk about Abacab. Um, throughout, I'm going to listen, I, I know that you're sitting here in front of me. It's going to sound like I'm pumping your tires, but this is the honest truth. I love Abacab. I love the, the, the album cover. I mean, the, I certainly love the album cover more than I love the album itself. I, <laughs> I just think it is, um, it's stunning. And now I'm a huge fan of minimalism and I, I really do like it. I've heard the story before, but if you could share with us the story of, um, how they came across it. And I think you've said many times in the media about how, the band, I believe uh, I'm going to attribute this quote to you, but the band 
um, doesn't know what they like, but they know what they don't like, I think along those lines. So if you could give us a little story about how we came to the... the um, yeah, okay, well, uh, everybody was very happy with Duke, mm. the cover, um, and obviously it did pretty well, sold quite well. Um, so when when the, the, the next album um, was, was, they were working on, obviously, luckily, the record company said, you know, uh, the guys, the guys want you to do uh, right. their next album. Um, go down for a meeting um, and um, start talking about it. So again, I went down to Mike's house to the studio. You know, we were quite chummy by then, all of three, and you know, come in and have a cup of tea and listen to a couple of tracks, etc. Um, and they said, "Come down, come down with some stuff. Come down with some, you know, something that we can start looking at." So. I thought, well, I did quite well with the last lot of, you know, bringing down um, illustration uh, albums and um, uh, portfolios. Um, and, and so I thought, well, I'll take half a dozen portfolios down with me and we can start looking through them. Um, obviously, when I got there, they were working on some tracks and, uh, and some music. So I listened to the music and I, of course, said my normal thing, which I always said to them. Um, so have you got a title or anything <laughs> no we've got nothing at all nothing and i went wow right okay that's fine you know listen to a few more tracks right so we'll go um we'll go to um we'll go we'll go and have a look through some of these um these portfolios so they were looking through the portfolios i could tell they weren't really nothing was getting to nothing was doing it Absolutely nothing was doing it for them, you know. I, I go, yeah. look, this, oh, this guy's really good, but we can, you know, no, no, no. Obviously, whatever image they had in their head for what this album was going to be, it wasn't there yet. And so yeah. nothing I was showing them um, w w was going, was, was, was there. It wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> definitely wasn't there. Um, so we were sitting just chatting around, you know. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go and get some more things, and I'll, I'll try and see what I can pick up for you. If I can go away with something from from this, it'll be you don't like any of this stuff. So we'll see sure. if I can find some some new stuff for you to look at. Um, the Mike picked up um, what I laughingly called my sort of sketchbook, which was a little sort of um, A5 book of. There were white pages which I sort of drew things in, scribbled things in, wrote some sure. notes in, whatever. Uh, and he was skimming through it, and then he suddenly didn't quite shout "Eureka," but said, "Hey, this is hey guys, this is it, this is it, got it." And he was holding that he was holding the you know the book in his hands. What's he? What do you mean he's got it? You know, <laughs> um, he showed it to Phil and he showed it to Tony, and yeah. Great, and I said, "Well, can I have a look at it and see what it is?" And um, <laughs> it turned it round, and on this on this A5 page, were, I, I'd torn out some bits of Pantone. You used to get a swatch book that pan, with Pantone colours, yeah. a whole range of Pantone colours. They were tiny; they were literally sort of postage stamp size uh, bits of covered paper. I'd just torn four bits of paper randomly, yeah. stuck them down on the, on the page, and then scribbled a bit of black ink over them and around them yeah um so it was it was it was probably two inches square this wow the, the image was about two inches two, two inches square wow so they they all said yeah this is it and i went what do you mean this is it and they said yeah do that 
that's it. That's the album cover. Wow. And I went, oh, okay. Um, and he said, we don't have a title yet, but put Abacab on it for the moment because that's the chord sequence of one of the one of the tracks you, you just listened to. Yeah. So um, they said, and, and then just show some visuals. And I said, well, okay, so what? I'll do it as an album cover, shall I, and, and um, bring you down some 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 coloured ideas. Yeah, great. So, of course, I couldn't believe how ridiculous this was. But anyway, yeah. um, I, I went back to the studio and I thought, well, I won't, I'll show them four different sort of colour variations so they can sort of say which one they like the best. Um, so, so a week later, I went back down. I put Abacab on. I put the scribbled lines on, and obviously done it up to you know the, the size is framed on the again nice white frame um, on on the album. Yep. Yeah, love it. Um, and went back. I showed them all four all four color visuals, and um, everybody liked different ones. Oh, I like that one. Oh. Kind of yeah. That one. yeah. Um, and stupidly, I just said, "Well, why don't we go to the record company and say let's do four different color variations for, wow. for for the initial release?" Thinking, you know, no, no one is going to. They're not going to do that. <laughs> I said, "I like this one the best, which was the one with the sort of mostly blue and and, and the yellow one, which is the one that everybody it, it, that was the one that finally oh, ended up yes. being the right." The, the general release, yeah. That okay. Was the, okay. Yeah, but um, so then of course what I had to do was I had to first of all go to um, Tony Smith, the manager, and say because uh, he was the well, what, they chosen something. I said, yeah, they have, but I think you'll be quite surprised. So when I took that in, and he sort of he he, he looked at me and laughed. He said, "You're kidding me," and I went, "No, no, no, they they, they all love it," um, and he brought in his. Uh, uh, PA and said, "Look at this! Look at this! What, this is this is this is what the guys want." Oh, and she went, "Oh, that's really nice. It's really nice." Um, anyway, so he said, and they, I said, they, they were thinking might, might do all four different um, color versions, and um, he went, "Oh well, all right, fine. Yeah, that sounds cool." So go to the record company and tell them that's what we want to do. So then, of course, I had to go to the record company and say, "By the way, this is the uh, album cover." Yeah. And they again looked aghast. We can't do this. This, this, this is this is not genuine. And I said, no, it's you know, it's 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 art. It's yeah, art. Okay. it is. That's and I said, right. What they'd really like to do is they'd like to do four different color versions, which of course freaked them out. But Genesis got you know, Genesis wanted it, then Genesis got it. And I said, also, yeah. I'd really like it to do because at that time, the way the way record um, covers were made was literally a piece of very very thin. Um, paper would be just put on sort of almost grey card. So mm. that would rather than printing on card, you would print. Oh, on, right, right. Is you that print on paper? Is that tip on? And is that called tip on? It is tip on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I said, what I'd like to do is I'd like to print on virgin white card, um, and also I'd like to emboss um, the edges, so it's, right. a, it's a bit of a bas relief. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of these things, and of course, they're Pantone covers, so it had to be four special covers. And in fact, it turned, obviously, it was 16 special covers. Yeah. All of these things, you, the, the marketing and the, you know, the, 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 um, 
repro people all start throwing their hands out. Well, this is going to cost an absolute fortune. I said, it's going to work. Don't worry. It'll be yeah. amazing. Um, and then, of course, I had to um, talk to the, the man. First of all, I, I talked to the band. And I said, this, everybody's happy. And they went, great. Go, go with it. You yeah. know, we'll, we'll get everything else. You know, we'll do it with, We've got to do a photo session. So I obviously sort of organised a photo session. Uh, and when I met them, showed them all the final visuals and everything, and they were really, really happy with everything. And we put the lyrics on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so then I had to go to the manager and say, right, band's ever so happy. Um, uh, you, you're paying for it, aren't you? And he said, yeah, how much are you going to charge me? Anyway, <laughs> I came up with what I th- at the time was quite an extortionate fee for what I yeah. done, but and, he, and he sort of, you know, he demurred for a bit, but in the end, we agreed, yeah. and I also agreed that as it was my work, the band were quite happy for me to retain the copyright in it and all wow. of you know all, all of the all of the rights to the image itself, wow. which again was quite a big thing. It turned out all right, big, yeah. Turned out all right, yeah. Turn out all right. Um, Good and, for you. And, and so that really is the story of um, the story. The story of Genesis. Oh my goodness! I okay, that's amazing. I have so many questions. I have a few copies in, in front of me here. Um, the um, question about there is this story that the band, when they went in to record the album, that the sonic direction of Abacab was to do anything and everything that didn't sound like early Genesis. They really wanted to reinvent themselves, even though, as you mentioned, we did kind of see a reinvention with Duke in a way, but they wanted to do it a step further. Um, was that directive present at the time of the artwork? Because you're talking about the artwork being shocking, and it certainly is compared to other things they had done. Um, but it, I think it matches the music more than any other album, aside from maybe Selling England or Trespass, I feel mm. like it matches the music. It is avant-garde as the artwork is. Was that directive present? Did, did, did Tony say, hey, we're trying to do something weirder here in the studio and therefore that's the type of artwork we want? Um, no, I just I just think that because they found because they found that image, if you like, because they found that, they they sort of felt it belonged to them. And obviously it belonged to the music because that's what they were working on. Um, and I only ever, you know, that, that was a sort of a one-off in as much as it wasn't, it, I've never even thought about showing yeah. it to, you know. Right. Um, so, so from, from that point of view, it's very much, if you like, it's very much their idea, which was a first, you know, obviously sure. based on the previous working with them. Um, and, and so, for me, it's it, it's much, it much more belongs to them, mm. if you like, and therefore to that album than yeah. it does to me in terms of producing it for that album. If that makes sort of sense. Sure, sure, it does. Was um, no, that's great. I, I I was there a. I always get a Henry Matisse vibe from it. It was there an was that an inspiration at all, Matisse? Funny, I mean, I, I've got some favorite. I've got some favorite painters. Forever and Matisse, Picasso, and Hockney are my favourite three painters. You know, um, certainly modern painters. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, without all, with all of my work and, and everything I've ever done, obviously, I look at everything. You know, everything is a visual to me. Sure. Whatever I'm looking at, a book or a, a film, 
things go in and they, you know, hopefully they sort of, you know, they, they stay in there and they come out when they're ready and they come yeah. out as me. Yeah. And, and I suppose, yeah. you know, looking at, you know, art and uh, paintings, you know, th th there's obviously something there that's definitely, you know, a feeling. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 because it's impulsive, because it's, uh, you know, um, of the time, I just, it, it, you know, I tore up those pieces of paper and yeah. then to recreate it, I had to tear them in a slightly different way. So it's, it, it's sort of almost action painting in a way, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know Matisse used, you know, painted, painted, um, paper and then cut them out and, you know, right. yes. So there's, yeah. there's, there's yeah. bits of Matisse and stuff in there, you know, yeah. and, uh, and it's it, it's 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 nice that it's still it has it's got a painterly quality to it. Oh, for sure. It it I really do love it, and <laughs> I, I I think it's so great. Um, was there, you mentioned this a little bit, was there a mother, was there a primary cover of the four? Um, this tape here is from, uh, this is what the cover you mentioned. This is uh, a Canadian tape. I, I have this other one here, which is, I love because it's a full art. Um, yeah. I don't know where this is from. Uh, and then today <laughs> on digital, the, um, today on digital, it's the gray and blue one actually, that is, um, on on the streaming platform so yeah, in your mind was there a primary uh cover the 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 one that they saw that to begin with was the one with the yellow and the blue which okay was yeah and yeah that one and, and yep. i think i think on the after the initial release of whatever um however many it was i think they reverted to the yellow and blue ones for uh, certainly in the UK. I don't know where it went, how it went everywhere else. And in fact, there was a, another completely different color version, which I think came out in Argentina or somewhere like that, which I oh. didn't even do. So I don't oh. quite know how that, has, <laughs> how that has worked its way around. But, um, yeah. you know, the, what is, again, being, you know, the, the, the problem is, you know, being a designer, you do the job, you give it over to the record company and it's almost out of your hands. Sure. What, you know, you, you can have a control as in as much as this is what I want it to be. But of course, you know, the, um, it would end up being something slightly different or, you know, Fair. they would then re reissue it. You know, this is the other thing, of course, but, you know, there have been so many reissues of my stuff. Mm. Uh, by record labels in, in slightly different formats that I've never got any money for. Um, oh, yeah. Because, you know, the record company thinks, oh, well, we paid for the artwork, it belongs to right. us, and we can do whatever we want with it. Right. So yes. It, it's quite important for me that the, the proper accreditation and copyright for is, sure. is, yeah. is sourced out. But that's, that's a continuing argument between designers and record companies and artists. Because yeah. again, now you know artists like Taylor Swift have ownership of absolutely everything. Madonna was the same; have right. ownership of absolutely everything. Right. The Pink Floyds of this world, you know, they they own all of their own artwork, and sure. it's, it's it's up to them how it's used. And you know, they tell people how it's supposed to be used, which yeah. is what Storm Storm was so good at. Was right. this is it? If you do it any other way, it's not ours, and we're not, you know, you can't do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you right. need to have a lot of power and a lot of people behind you to say, yeah, we agree with him. 
Yeah. I was lucky. Genesis agreed with me on on Abacab and how it should come out and how it should be done. Um, and you know, so it's it's possibly the, the you know the simplest, the, the, the cheapest to produce. And yeah. the best bit of artwork I've ever done. So it's yeah. Of, you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about the typeface? Where did the typeface come from? Is that your hand drawing? That's my. That's just my scribbled handwriting. Yeah. Yeah. Which my I, wife tells me she can't even. You know, she can't even make, read it when I say I love you. So, so it's still. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've often wanted to get the G as a tattoo because I love it. It's iconic, and only I would know what it means. But I. Um, I'll, I'll send you a picture. I'm sure. Well, I, I, lots of people have, I have, they, yeah. there's people who have the whole artwork <laughs> as a tattoo in full color, which is incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, on people's... There's, there's, there's quite a few, funny enough, there's quite a few, um, jam fans who got, you know, my, some of the bits of my cover on their uh, legs or their arms or whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, the, and the jam sprayed logo, you know, is, been yeah. seen on quite a few different things. Uh, uh, <laughs> talk about uh, not getting royalties for that, and not not having any sort of brand uh, uh, guidelines to that. Uh, they have to be. Uh, they can't be too hairy, and it can't be on a... <laughs> 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 So um, the I love the I love one of the cool things about Abacab is how it works so well because you have all of these little design elements that it works so well as the subsequent singles. Um, one of the things I love about an album artwork like Duke, like Abacab, is when you have the ability to to have a consistent campaign where the posters, the ticket stubs, we see this with Abacab more than any other album by Genesis, where the where the merch, everything is all cohesive. Um, yeah. And and maybe you can speak to the fact of, with the exception of the singles, keep it dark and and no reply at all were completely different. I don't understand that, but um, I really do love it when an album has a consistent visual campaign throughout all of the deliverables. Um, is that something that you're a fan of? Yeah, and I was very much part of the you know the, the whole storytelling as far as I'm concerned. You know the the mm-hmm. um, you know the the album, the the singles. You know, there's got to be there's got to be a link because you know when. As you know, if you go into a record store anywhere, you know there there are, there are a million records, and mm. you've got to try and sort of link things up so that people That's right. go in there and try and I want the new Genesis single. Okay, it's from this album, so it's got to have a sort of certain the same typeface or the same use of the logo and all that sort of thing, and the same for advertising um, and, and any posters work. You know, so yes, we would we. As a studio, it was very much this is the this is the job we do every single part of it. Yes. Um, and we, we, I even got to the point where I said, well, look, you know, if there's a if, if there's a if there's a, a TV ad to do or you know a, a video clip or something, then we would like to be involved in that. It didn't always work, but we yeah. we would try because I would find that you know a, a, a video would come out of a single and it would be based on. The single bag visuals and mm. well okay that's great but i could have done that and you know uh, i i would have i would have liked to you know yeah why don't you ask me to do that and sometimes obviously you know bands go well oh well we've got our own video maker or we've got our own right. guy who does this or oh, the record company will say no 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 you know you do the yeah. sleeves and all that sort of thing and someone else does the 
does the other bit. But there were certain bands where I'd say, no, we want to do everything throughout the whole campaign. Mm, uh, and yeah. it, you know, because it keeps it all together. And, and Abacab, yes, was definitely. Uh, I uh, can't remember quite so much about those two single bags that you mentioned. If you if you've got well, visuals, of, I sure do. So this, there's two records, Abacab and Man on the yeah. Corner, that look yeah. like this. But then there's two records that look like this. This is Keep It Dark. Yeah. And then another, the first single. <laughs> that was the. Funny enough, I just loved those those three monkeys, uh, um, and I, I thought it was sort of quite funny. The sort of see no evil, hear no evil, and right and, um, speak no evil. So the key. But you broke your rule. Fun. You broke your own rule. <laughs> <laughs> Rules are only there to be broken. Come on, Scott. You know. That. You know that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. If funny. I can't break them, I'm not going to let anybody else break them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, no, I on, mean, I. I I yeah. think I think to be honest, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, it's sure. sort of it's uh, it, it's if you just get an idea, oh, this would be a really good idea. And we've used yeah. the torn paper now quite a lot, and you know, let's yeah. move on yeah. to something else. So that, I think that, you're right. Yeah, there is a certain extent you might exhaust it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know this is going to sound disingenuous, but I really do love the artwork for Three Sides Live. I I love it. I mean, I'm such a fan of minimalism. I'm just kind of curious how you got away with it because <laughs> it I, it's so minimal. But I see this in a record store, and I can see it from a mile away at an antique yeah. fair at a record store, and and I just adore it. And I have the Canadian or the North American version and the the UK version, which is slightly different. But I love that minimal design. It's like Abacab to the to the next level because yeah. there's no color involved. Um, no. Can you just quick us, quickly take us through that process? Because I'm a big fan um, of it. Just, just. Just keep I mean, it, it silly as it sounds. It's just really keep it as simple as it possible. Um, yeah. And the you know the the band the band playing live obviously are a completely different situation to mm. in a way to a band you know producing their music in a studio. Um, and I, I, because the the, the 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 Genesis name was now sort of quite recognised like that. It seemed to me that that was quite a good starting point and we didn't really need to start... Like the next, like the next studio album that came out that was just called Genesis. Yeah. It was sort of like, well, we're moving, you know, we've moved right away from nursery crime. We've moved right away For sure. know, from um, The Land Lies Down. We are now... This is a... this is, Just go and see this band because you're, you know... The, yeah. It, it, it was as simple as that. Um, not that I'd run out of ideas or anything like that, because I, I came up with quite a lot of different visuals, including sort of live stuff. Okay. But it didn't didn't really, there was no traction. There was, it seemed to me there was no traction with it with them, with the record company, mm. and so it just ended up as, as, as something that something as simple as well. This is it. You know, yeah, this, yeah. This, this is a double album and three sides alive. So you know, yeah, take it, take it as it is. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I, the white space again. I mean, again, love it. Echoes, echoes of with the Beatles, with the you know the Beatles white album. Echoes of you know using the white space a lot. This was bold too. 
Yeah, well, that was that was one of the original ideas for the cover, but of course, it, it, because it okay. worked so well, I didn't think it would work well spread across the front. But again, I like the idea of an open book and a and a you know and the gateway into them. You know, so and it is a great it's a great live shot. It is a great live shot, and the juxtaposition of black and white. Yeah. You think you you assume this to be black and white, and then yeah. it's vibrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, I love own, it. You know, it's it's it. You know, the, the the album cover is a cover to a book. The book is the record. The record is just a black piece of vinyl. So you know, you've opened it up, and hopefully you're you're seeing w what's inside that record. And and it seemed to me a very sort of simple sort of book cover. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, you know the contents. Well, I'm happy to hear that. So, moving on, and I'm sorry I'm taking too much of your time, That's Bill, but I, I, I'm having a blast. I, I let's move on to this. And um, by the way, I don't know if you if this is um, meaningful to you, but and I'm not sure. I'm sure you're aware that most people in the Genesis community refer to this album not as self-titled, but as Shapes. This is a, a lot of people will call this album Shapes just for right. clarity purposes because it's you know, as opposed to the self-titled. Um, I So we've heard that it's a Polaroid, which I just is so exciting to me that they're not falling from the sky. It's so interesting. Um, how, how did you, tell me about, you got the call for doing a, a third album, a third studio album, fourth album for Genesis. Uh, were you expecting yeah. that call or were you, were you pleased to get the call again? I was, um, I was expecting the call. To be honest, yeah. I wasn't expecting the call. So I'm, I've realized I'm sort of black sheep. Are, are you back on with us? There we go. I'm, I'm back on. Can you hear there me? There we go. Yeah, yeah, I just thought you were trying to be on brand. I thought you were trying to be an orange shape in the in the black. <laughs> um, no, I, I was um, I was expecting the call. Um, okay. And um, because, you know, I'd had three successful albums with them yeah. and, um, you know, the, but what, when it came, it was quite quick. So it was sort of very much, um, Oh, we need to get this album out. Um, have you got, have you got anything that mm -hmm. we can go with? And, and of course, like I said to you before, you know, I, I sort of dug through a few old things and thought, well, what, you know, I'm not sure now, yeah. what, you know, you get, I suppose you get to a point where you think, well, if they're not going to come up with any ideas, um, I, I've got to. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but I, um, I, I it, it, it was literally sort of, a, you know, a, a, a lucky coincidence mm. that, um, you know, my son had left those just on the floor um, and I'd taken them up to bed. And I thought, oh, it's, just, it's, a, it's a really nice, it's a, it's a really nice shot. It's got a lovely sort yeah. of feel to it, and um, so I, I sort of dug it out and thought, yeah, this 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 will work. You know, this will work quite well. I wanted to, um, I did want to use the same logo again, but they said no. We want to. We we'd like to go for something slightly different now. Um, right. So I showed okay. it originally with, with that with that logo as well. Oh, of the did visuals. you? And and showed it in two or three different ways as well. Mm -hmm. um, but that was that was the visual that they liked the best. Um, and they didn't really ask why or where or who or how. They just, yeah, okay, that, that's, that's great, you know. Did you show them six artwork again or just this? Uh, I think in the end I just showed them that, um, oh, wow. but with the, with the hand-drawn logo. 
And so right. they said, yeah, we like yeah. it, but we wanted to, we'd like you to, to come up with a slightly different logo because we've used that logo now uh, for the okay. last couple of bits of merchandising and, and you know, all, all of the promotional material. And I think maybe the record company said, maybe we should have another look at, you know, some other, some other lettering. Just, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's, the, it's the thing I like least about the cover is the, is the lettering, to be absolutely honest with you. I agree uh, with you. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, a really great point. I think, yeah. I think it should have been, um, I think it should have been a, 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 definitely a sans serif um, typeface. It should have been simple like the shapes they are. Well, I, I would love to have seen it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not critiquing you, Bill. Please, no, no, I'm cool. coming in humbly here. But <laughs> I would love to see it without the typeface. And I don't. Yeah. I know a lot of labels hate that because they're they they need to have a sticker on the yeah. front. Yeah, but yeah, I would have yeah. loved to see just the plain photo, maybe yeah. even without the border too. Uh, that would have been shocking because it's a very bizarre picture to see children's toys on black. It, it's just. Uh, quite a, it, it gives a them, it, does, it, it gives them it gives them a different um it dis, definitely gives them a different feeling it's yeah. um you know they, they they are funny funny enough they are no longer children's top they they right. shapes they're floating shapes which is um, 100% but as i said i, I you know the, I, I would have liked the type to be smaller much simpler yeah. and maybe not at the top i would have liked you know th these days you can get away with pretty much anything and and, you know, I did things like um, Tubular Bells 3, which I did. You know, I said to the Virgin, doesn't need to have Mike Holfield's name on it. Doesn't need to have a title on it. Everybody yeah. knows what it is. It's yeah. the third in line. It's, you know, it's Tubular Bells 3. Yeah. And, and, of course, they agreed up to a point, but they still had couldn't bear not to put a sticker on. Uh, a you know, sticker, on, yeah, on, of course, of course. On or an OB Just strip. Anyone, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So then the marketing, the marketing department could say, "Well, we did everything we could. If it doesn't sell, you know, it's not down to us." You know. um, yeah, that's with, true. And, and and to a certain extent, with Genesis, it didn't because it was self-titled. Again, it could, it, you know, the, the balance isn't quite right. I mean, you know, it's it's yeah. it, it, it's it's not. You know, it, it sounds it, like you're you have you obviously. It sounds like this isn't your favorite work. It isn't my favourite work, and, and I don't know how the band were about it because by yeah. then they were absolutely huge. And yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think I met them maybe maybe once or twice <coughs> um, during that final time, and that was the mm -hmm. show. I mean, I if anything, I prefer Mama the. I don't know if you've got the single back. Well, but it's I, so funny you say that, that, Bill. I wish that I think this would have made a great cover. Yeah. That's this is phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Well, it's too maybe perhaps too close to Abacab though. Um, yeah, I suppose, but it's just it's so simple and it's it so works, beautiful. It, it, it works it, to, to me. It works better as a as a front cover than the. Um, oh, well, it's yeah, very centered as you well. Know, and I like, you know, we were lucky to be able to do the cutouts and all that sort of thing, and I like you know. The, yes, this one isn't cut out. No, right, but you, you know, yeah, the, 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 yeah I have the seen that one. Yeah, were cut out. So, you know, and I was trying a couple of different things. I did the the brown paper bag thing and um, uh, a, a couple of a couple of other things for them. I was trying different different things by then. Really. Oh, uh, this what, did, did you do this one? Uh, no. Oh, okay, okay. This is uh, must have been uh, after the fact. I didn't see your name anywhere on it. Um, 
Okay, I'm very curious. I don't, I don't, I don't. It might have been American. Is it an American version? It's Virgin. Yeah, it's Virgin. Um, it's the Illegal Alien single. Um, and it's very skeuomorphic. It's like a, a an envelope. It's very strange. Uh, but um, yeah, oh, I, I, I couldn't see any credits no. anywhere. It, that's it, very... it, it doesn't look like one of my pieces of work, that's for sure. Yeah, interesting. Um, and... So funny enough, after after that album and those couple of singles, um, the the band sort of went quiet for for a little a, a little bit longer than they normally had been. I think probably because of huge tours or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know there were some big singles. You know, Mama was you know was yeah. was was a pretty big hit. Um, yeah. I don't know how well. The, the actual album did in terms of sales. Um, but I got a call about, I don't know, um, maybe 18 months, maybe maybe a year, 18 months after I'd delivered everything and that had all been released and we'd finished all the work on it. Um, and I got, a, I got a call from the, from the, um, uh, from the manager um, and he said, um, oh, um, the guys are going to put a new album together. Um, could you send your portfolio so they could have a look? I said, why would the band need to see my... They know they know my work. They know what I do. Yeah. They know yeah. um, who I am sort of thing. Um, and he said, oh, well, you know, they're looking at, they're looking at various different people and, mm. you know, they'd, they'd obviously like to see your, your, your current portfolio as well. And you know, in a in a bit of a strop, I said, "Well, they know what I can do. If if they find someone else, then that's fine. If they don't, then hopefully they come back to me." But um, so I didn't send my portfolio, and I didn't do get to do the work. So it was a bit of a, <laughs> it was a bit of, it was a bit of a you know it was a bit of a strop. But um, you know, I, I just thought, well, you know, I've done yeah but, yeah but that's the right it, it happens like that a lot you know it, it, it's 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 an ever-moving thing and you just sort of you know it's like it's like a train that sort of slows down every now and again in the station and you jump on and then you get to another station and you jump off and <laughs> well know. i wonder if the way i see it as you were a breath of fresh air after some of the stuff that they had been doing yeah and you brought yeah. some newness to them and then you know now they're looking for a new mistress uh, that that was that was that hard for you? Do you regret that? Do you regret not being able to work on Invisible Touch? Um, do you think you would have had a better I, idea? I, the, the Invisible Touch, I, I could, I wouldn't have been able to. I don't think I would have been able to do that, Steve. So you know, mm. that's if it, it, and you know, like I said that you know, that, that once they saw something, they knew what they wanted, yeah. which is great. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. and, and as I said, you know, the the, the Genesis album. You know, it's a great picture, but it's not a great design. Um, so I can, I, I, you know, in, in, you know, obviously with hindsight, I can see why they would, you know, fair enough. You know, I can yeah. see why they would want, you know, I stopped working with the jam after doing five album covers for them and 17 single bags. And, yeah. you know, we'd sort of, I suppose we sort of had enough of each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I suppose the same with Genesis, you know. But I, right. in between, of course, in between, you know, that I, I did I did Tony's solo album. And... I've got that here, which has a real um, Abacab feel to it and a Seconds Out or a Three Sides Live feel to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Was that was part of the direction? My, it, was my, it was my black and white period, definitely. Um, <laughs> 
um, and I did the brand X. I did the brand X cover as well. I Is that right? Which one did you do? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Um, I did. Um, I've forgotten the. Um, it was. Um, it was Oh, what's it called? Hang on. When you get was my it, book, you'll be able to see yeah, what it was yeah. called. Uh, hang on, I'm going to tell you what it was called. It was called. Um, is there any? Is there anything okay. about? With the magician, I found that now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I don't that. have that one here. Yeah. So I did that, and obviously, but then by then, of course, Phil had his solo albums out. Right. And yeah. Mike had solo albums out and uh, you know well i i was doing some research um before this and i realized that the guy who did invisible touch or the agency who did invisible touch also had done no jacket required beforehand so yeah. there must have been a well we've used him let's you know yeah. i'm i'm you know having success there and so maybe try something new yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, and you know i mean at, at the time you know i was busy with working with virgin on yeah loads and loads of other stuff and yeah. you know we had lot by that time you know been kate bush and heaven knows who else but you know loads and loads of different people so it was a shame but you know and i'm you know still very very proud of the the the, the work you know the well, four albums i did for them it's it's funny as we talk about shapes and we talk about abacab because it's um I, you know, I've pumped your tires this whole time. I, uh, Abacab, or sorry, Shapes isn't my favorite, um, and Abacab is, and it's, I just wonder, how do you design something in 1981 with consideration for how it'll be perceived on a podcast in 2024? <laughs> how, how do you, uh, you know, I mean, is there a trick to creating timeless art? Because Abacab is timeless. I, I a lot of people would say Shapes is timeless mm -hmm. as well. It's a, a well-loved album. Mm -hmm. Um, but is there a trick to making something timeless, or is it just luck? I, I think I think it, uh, there's a there's a lot of luck involved. I mean, the, you yeah. know, the way the way Abacab came about, you know, was luck. If I hadn't had my if I hadn't had the you know the the the, the, the sketchbook just lying around, they yeah, wouldn't have seen right. it. They wouldn't, you know, it would have, it would still be there today. You know, just as a a little thing, you know, a little thing in in the in the sketchbook. Um, so from that point, and of course, you know, because of the success of Abacab, you know, after that, um, you know, the, the, an American company got in touch with me and said, we're doing, we're doing, um, we're doing a series of limited edition posters of the 20 best album covers in the world today. Wow. Um, and, um, we want to use we wanted to, 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 to use Abacab. Um, and I, um, I, th it was amazing, you know, um, yeah, of course, you know, because, you know, the, 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 the 20 <laughs> were, were things like the traffic sleeve were, um, Van Morrison was, mm. uh, Stevie wonder, uh, Steve Winwood, um, uh, and, um, uh, uh, who else? Um, there was a oh, there was there was twenty anyway, and, sure. and yeah. that they can for me it was you know an, a, an honor that they considered Abacab to be one of the twenty. You know, again, it's yeah. all subjective. You know, so, yeah. Well, you know. 
to a certain extent, but I think, you know, for an organization like this to see that, the fact that it's still, you know, I don't know. I I, I would argue that it's not subjective because <laughs> new generations keep coming up and going, hey, there's something about that cover that I love. Mm. Well, I mean, it's it, funny enough, it's, it, I don't know, it's, it's weird because I, 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 I saw, you know, it is one of, obviously, it's one of my favorite albums one of my favorite pieces of work mm. you know i'm very very happy to, to to have done it and all that sort of thing um and um you know it's nice that these things and that's the, again they are art so yeah it's like a painting from you know the the 15th century i mean not putting it in any you know, <laughs> no, you know I'm not, of I'm course not, i'm no leonardo da vinci but it, sure the, the, yeah the, Within within the within this sort of the culture, if you like, yeah, the, our yeah. culture, it yeah. is interesting that um, you know these things have have stood the test of time, and 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 in the same way that you know if you only saw a cover as a as a streaming image, yeah. you wouldn't. Re I don't think you'll remember it in twenty ten years to two years time. It's just, I, I, yes, I completely agree. You know, and, and so that you know that the 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 art itself i suppose helps to keep it going and people yes. are still listening to the music and still you know so it's you know it's it's a piece of packaging for a product that you know it's so much on. more than that yeah so yeah. much more than that and it must be heartwarming or it must be meaningful i mean <laughs> abacab you can see in in record stores all at any any record store will have a copy of abacab one of the various covers i love you know you know some covers more than others uh, some colorways more than others yeah. uh, hounds of love has probably sold more copies in the past two years uh, yeah. Than when it first came out, and Absolutely. and and there yeah. it's you know so that must be really exciting to see you know running up that hill was the you know was was the number one thirty five years after it was released unbelievable yeah 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 and it's, so I did that you know so it's great <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's so incredible and that I, I've been meaning to grab a copy of that record and you can't find a used copy anywhere because oh. every every teenager has grabbed a copy now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, funny. I'm talking about Abacab. I've I've actually um, I've actually put um, I've done some um, limited edition prints, which mm -hmm. um, uh, of of just the, of of the four different Abacab um, colorways, um, and um, I, 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 the gallery I was doing it with put them up, but but nobody nobody wanted to buy them. Believe it or not. Oh. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> so it's sort of weird that it's, you know, people are buying the album covers, but um, it, 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 it's sort of, I don't know. I thought, oh, well, everybody liked that cover, so maybe I'll do some, you know, some limited edition prints and stuff. And yeah, it's, it, it's sort of, you know. Yeah, it's true. No, I understand. I understand. That's too bad. I, I'm surprised to hear that. I, I think if it was the cover, the, the prints that I came across, um, and I think they did other album covers too. Is that right? In that series? Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, maybe it was the, maybe it was just too pricey for the, the, the diehard fans, the diehard fan. Cause it seemed to be an elite product. It was something yeah, that yeah. you would almost hang in a, in a, a beautiful interior decorated living room. <laughs> uh, so maybe it was just out of the price range from the people who really love it. And yeah. they think, well, I'll just buy another copy of the record. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> well, and you can buy 12-inch frames and stuff. So, but, uh, That's you know, right. it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, it, it, you know, but the fact that, yes, that people still, you know, have got the got the albums and, you know, yeah. it's, it, it, it's, it's a, there's a lasting, you know, there's a lasting, there's a lasting legacy to it, which is, you know, is a, it, yes. it, it's certainly nice to, um, you know, and you're talking to me now about it, which, you know, well, again, Certainly yeah. speaking about legacy, thank you so much for doing this, Bill. And, and I mean, I, I thank you for your time and for adding to this history because there's stuff we learned today that we've never gotten to know before about the records we love and the artwork we love. And I truly mean it when I say that the artwork is as important to me as the music. In a lot of cases, like you mentioned, the artwork can ruin the music or the artwork can enhance the music. Yeah. I'm a yeah. true believer of that. And uh, so thank you for taking the time today, but also thank you for your work for the, <laughs> for all the years. I really appreciate it. Good. If I can ask you um, some rapid fire questions real quick as a bonus for some of our Patreon members, are you yeah. okay for that? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Bill. So many great insights, and I'm so grateful to him that he'd come on the show and give us so much time. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of my interview with Bill, there's probably another 10 or 15 minutes of chatting with some specific questions that I didn't get time to ask here. Then come over to our Patreon, support the channel, and get some more extended interview with Bill, as well as all of our other previous guests. We have extended interviews over there at patreon.com slash everything Phil Collins. Also, be sure to grab Bill's book. I'll leave a link in the description below. And be sure to check out his limited edition artwork of Abacad that you can pick up for, for yourself. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. The link is in the description below. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button. For exclusive videos, behind-the-scenes content, and to have your say on future topics before I film, have a look at our Patreon page. Thanks for watching.